This is The House That Happens, recorded live every weekend at Chewy's Bar and Grill, voted four times the best dive bar in the GTA, but I'd like to bet it's the best dive bar in the universe. I'm Andrew Milani, and I'm joined by the incredible, wonderful, colorful Cruz. Cruz, how you doing? Not too bad. Yeah, so a lot of people would say this is uh, the dog days of summer. Not too many things to talk about, well, but I, we're going to find I, a few ways to get I, around that. we got a few things to say. I, can I say something first for that spectacular introduction? Do you know what I, I did not pay him to do that, anybody. I did not pay him to do it. Spectacular introduction to the show today, which has revived us up because, as you were pointing out, this is probably one of the deadest times during the year. Uh, oh, yeah. So they say. And Mr. Milani is also uh, coaching me properly as our producer to cruise. Watch your microphone so when you do hear the show, it doesn't sound like the wind is blowing while I'm talking. A little, a little peek behind the curtain there. Uh, yeah, we got to do that. We're real, real at this show. We got to let True. him know, you know? And it, it is a slow time. There's certain things we'd like to show showed out for example um i'd like this congratulations to uh mina kimes she is having a baby unfortunately it's not mine <laughs> but um congratulations to mina kimes and i'm glad i get to bring her up because um not just because she's having a baby but she's one of my favorite sports analysts especially when it comes to football and i want to say favorite sports analyst and not add a gender to mm -hmm. it because she's just great at her job her al duncan katie nolan um the retired jackie mcclellan i'd like to just call them sports analysts mm -hmm. because that's what they are regardless of their gender you know what i'm saying yeah and i love her podcast you really turned me on to her and like i've been listening to her uh football podcast with the, her dog lenny yeah yeah exactly with lenny yeah 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 she's really really good and she knows she's informative Yep. Like, I'm wanting to have the time. Like, I don't know how she rolls numbers on it. When you see her on NFL Live, like, she just rolls numbers off her. I go, whoa, how did you know that? Oh, she she studies. Yo, she I does did, her homework. Oh, big time. And you say something. Then you run back, and I go, I'm going to change my bet. Especially during mm. football season, she'll say something. A couple times she wasn't because she'll admit she'd made some th things. And I said, I'm going to listen to Mina this week and go, you blew my purse. Well, she, she does have some biases, but I feel like oh. she's pretty open about it oh 100 you know, like percent. she, the like she admits that she's a Dak Prescott fangirl fanboy whatever oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah. she's that and, and she like if you cut her open Seahawks just pour <laughs> out of her skin we know that so you can't say that but anyways congratulations on that and to all the great sports analysts out here who are slugging away this week when it's been slower than usual I would also like to say a big shout out I don't know if you've seen it to Pat McAfee and his intro to the Epsies mm. did you see it I did not. Okay, well, I didn't watch I'm not, no, I'm not an award show person. I'm not either. What my wife is, she watches every awards. If she says the Cockroach of the Year Award, she's flicks it on just to see what the musicians are or some stuff, okay? I don't know. But anyways, she had the tape and she says, well, I taped the Epsies for you. So I had no idea what was going on with it. So I flicked it on and there's Pat McAfee and he was the host in the intro. I would say anybody go to uh, YouTube. Yeah, it's definitely on there. Or whatever it is. It was very good. I'm not saying, he, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I'm not saying he crossed the line, but he did do, go check it out. He did some dangerous jokes that I liked. You know what I mean? Well, that's what a host should do at an award show. Well, let's just You know, like, why, why is everyone going to be afraid to be slapped by Will Smith now? Like, oh, is that, that, is that oh, where we're going? Okay, but you know, that's what I mean. And, and it's, you don't have to know the jokes. You just have to know the people like. Sure. Cardassians were brought up. You know what I mean? Um, was there a joke about like Peyton Manning's forehead? In uh, there? No, no, no. There was no none oh. of that. There was that. There was a couple of um, MME references, I believe, or things to get knocked out or whatever. I forget. I'm not going to ruin it. Just go check it for yourself. Pat McAfee, who is another guy with a great podcast, which is hilarious because he has exclusive rights to 
uh, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I want to ask, who won Hockey Player of the Year? Was it McDavid or was it McDavid that would have won? Yeah, okay. yeah McDavid won. Because there's a part of me that thinks, like, oh, maybe it's, you know, American media. Maybe they give it to, like, Kachuk or something, but... Yeah, no, no, no. That would be insane. Are you just... Come on. I mean, it's the SBs. Like, this isn't, like, uh, exactly, you know, the, the okay, heart trophy. Okay, so anyways, to, to uh, extend this just a little bit more, someone brought up, uh, back in the day, two things. That when I was bitching about Connor McDavid not getting a... And you say, so what? So what? You young guys. So what? I came up twice, and I all went back to the Griffey days, where one year that Griffey had such a season in the... In the um, uh, regular season that he should have been unanimous he missed by one and then he went into the hall of fame and he missed by one and what they're saying is you should not disrespect your credentials to a point where you're embarrassing yourself like how could you put Connor mcdavid which came up he was fifth on that if you're right yeah, he, was he was fifth, fifth on, on that, that guy's, guy's ballot. ballot so right guess what you're fired <laughs> you're fired that's it that's an incompetent job i don't care if you had to put him second like if you if you had such a hard on for Connor McDavid, you could put him second. But to not come on, bro. I don't know. The, I think we're splitting hairs here. No, I'm gonna go. Anyways, know. we're gonna keep the show moving. But I'm just. I like I that, I like that we we got some weirdos with some weirdo opinions. What? Don't talk to me. The, the process worked. The the right guy won. Oh, of course it did. But I'm just saying on next level for like we're gonna bring up something else that just happened in a minute too. But one more thing I wanna before we roll into regular program that we should we should allude to and sometimes we forget is that's what we're, we're rolling the tape is. I wanna thank uh, oh before we go about the, Pat McAfee owning the um, the rights to Aaron Rodgers. I think you're gonna get your wish because did you hear Hard Knocks has announced that they <laughs> yes. will be in the New York Jets training camp this year? And you called it basically, didn't you say last week? She go, wouldn't that be just a shit show if they? Because nobody wanted it. Did I say that? I think wasn't you that said it? I'd have to look around, know. check the tape. Someone I don't think it. I said that. I don't think I, I mean like uh, yeah. The news has come out. The New York Jets are going to be on hard, hard knocks this year. Much to Aaron Rodgers' dismay. Oh, but, that, but you can't say no to that. You no. can't say no to hard knocks. I no. guess that's the rule. Yes, that's yeah. And and they're rolling around almost every team now, so yeah. it's it can't be doing that. But I don't know if you maybe it was somebody else I was talking to sports with. But anyway, when they said that, wouldn't it be great? And the rumors started rumbling, of course, like coming up like, who's going to go? Who's going to go? Well, this drama, it's New York City. It's a new new team, and it's Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? Athabasca for everyone? Is that the word? Oh, uh, ayahuasca? <laughs> I, I don't know. And I've done some funny things in my life, but I haven't done that one. You know what I mean? No. Good luck to Hard Knocks. You know what I'm saying? Good luck to Hard Knocks. Uh, a shout-out to our ladies. Women's World Cup starts this week. Yes. They have their first match Friday, 10.30 yes. p.m. Eastern time against Nigeria. Oh, that's going to be – that'll be a bit of a battle. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. The women, like the that FIFA, the Women's World Cup is like that only notch on their belt that they're missing. They got the Olympic gold medal finally. That's true. But like that World Cup, that's like that one last thing that they need. And like this is their chance – Opposite side of the bracket of the state, so it could build up to the Canada U.S. final. I'm looking forward to this. Love Christine Sinclair. Love our, oh, yeah, yeah. Love our Reds. Let's go. Yeah, big big shout out to Christine Sinclair and leading the team and how people are talking about it. I think it's going to be, a, I hope it's a great tournament anyway. But I don't think it's any, it's any surprise that um, the Americans are on one side and the Canadians are on the other. Like that's a, the but it's a random draw cruise. It's, uh, you don't, you don't yeah. trust the FIFA process? Uh, it's, okay. So before we leave FIFA, I want to ask you your question. Uh, do you think the city of Toronto should be footing the bill for the World Cup games for the men um, coming up? What, you, what I don't understand is why aren't the province or the federal government pitching? Why is this all on the city? Because it's a vanity project, why, why isn't really. M why isn't MLSE chipping in? 
It's a vanity project. Yeah, uh, this. Mm, it you know what it is? No, but the, you don't bid as a city. You bid as a country. Okay. All right. So then, but it still becomes a vanity project unless I. You know what? They're going to kick in. Olivia Chow is going to cry her little eyes out and get down there and give us a little doggy habao. And I'm saying you should. But here's my take on the matter. When I first heard this, and I think we might have talked about it last year if we uh, checked the tapes, is I was a little skeptical about it because what games are we getting? We're getting like, what, four or five games? Ah, but who's playing? Me and New State. We're not getting Argentina and Brazil. We're not getting uh, Spain versus England. We got a knockout game, though. Do we get a knockout game? Yeah, we do. Game? We get one. Oh, we get one knockout game. And I a- believe it's a quarterfinal matchup. And then we get Costa Rica against Uruguay. Or Costa Rica get the boat. I'd watch that game. Okay, so that's my point. So you're going to say the games are going to sell out anyway? Automatically. They should. Okay, because we already discussed this. They're going to they open up BMO to 40,000. Yes. Okay, all that. So you, you automatically going to sell out. So here's the question. When you have these events, and this is the other events that go on in the city, and that's where they continue to have them, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival, um, Pride Weekend Parade, um, What's the other one now? Illuminati. Um, what else am I missing? Carabana. Carabana. Um, South by Southwest or North by Northeast, whatever it is. They have all of these things in Toronto because the city puts up so much money with the belief that it's going to draw enough revenue through hotels, restaurants, uh, buying power. You know what I mean? It draws enough money. into. And I'm, my question is, if we're going to pay for these games... Like, see what happens with the city, and this is why the provinces are, are, are like, people don't look at this side of it. If the city makes money, are they going to give money back to the province or to the country? No. They're no. going to put it right in their pocket. So that's the gamble. That's And that's the question in Toronto is people are saying, if you're going to put up this much money, are you going to get your money back? That's the problem. You know what I mean? Now, if it was something else we're going to we're, we're gonna talk about on Sunday night, yeah. but we'll get to that. Now, uh, I, I don't live in Toronto, so this doesn't affect me nearly as much as this affects guy, you. You're a GTA guy, though. So you're a GTA guy. Yeah, but so Vaughn ain't fronting the bill. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, you got a point there. But that's what I mean then. Like, you got a good point. Everyone's going to put it in. But I know the question is this. Is the revenue drawn in by having the event through... Um, um, gratuities at hotels, restaurants, souvenirs, uh, local stores, blah, 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 et cetera, blah. Et uh, you know what I mean? Is it, if it's going to be, is it going to be worth it now? If it was some kind of other events, I would say yes. Like, you know, if Bruce Springsteen's playing two nights at the Dome, you know, everything around there is going to be hopping for two nights. So bring in Bruce Springsteen and pay him what he wants, that mm-hmm. kind of deal. So I hope it is worth it, but I'm not really sure. You know what I'm saying? One can hope. Uh, also, I want to shout out, so we have the 2023 FIBA. That's for Basketball Men's World Cup this yes. summer. Canada is in Group H yes. with Latvia, Lebanon, and France. So, I mean, that could be a bit of a tough group there with France. But, I mean, you look at some of the players that have oh, uh, yes. already committed for Canada. I'm gonna shout the them list out, quickly. please. Yes, I will. Here we go. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jamal Murray, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Corey Joseph, Mm -hmm. Dylan Brooks, Lou Dort, RJ Barrett, Mm. O'Shea Brissett, Kelly Olenek, Dwight Powell, and Zach Eddy. And you know what that just tells me? We're good enough that we don't even need Jonathan Bennett. (laughs) <laughs> which we were going to bring up on our bust show one day. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett, yeah. When I say Jonathan <laughs> like, who's, Bennett. Who's Anthony okay. Bennett? That's, Jonathan that, Bennett. That's how, much, that's how good he is. I can't even say his name yet. Shout out to Andrew Wiggins, though. I hope that he's clearing up whatever it is that was going on in his life that cost him some time in the NBA this yes. year because he is the only um, 
obvious omission on this team but hey family first guy good luck with all of that but i'm shouting out to all the guys that are taking their personal time to finally show up like i'm not going to say we're going to win it all because it's the americans to lose every time we know that sure but i'm going to tell you now with that lineup on the floor We've got some grit. We've got some bang. We got some shooters. You know what I mean? And um, all the bad. I will be paying more. I always watch it anyway, but I'll be watching it even more. You know what? Especially yeah. since we got Shea out there. And if Shea has a good night, he can be the best player on the planet. Yeah. And if you have uh, if you have DeZone, I believe it's on there as well. So uh, Oh, I got to get DeZone again. I got to pay for that. So still got the football, right? Of course. That's okay. the only reason yeah. to, to really get there. Because I paid 200 last year, but I'm going to get get it on uh, on my thing because that's going to be coming up soon. You know what I mean? I'm saying yep any other house cleaning you want to get to before we dive into baseball uh no there was what am i missing now i'm thinking something off the top of my head that did, i'm going to look at my well there's one thing in the show notes but i think we're going to save that for the end yes okay the four letter yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna say that um i just want to do a shout out to and I'm, i want to say her name right markita van who is the first she won wimbledon she is the first unseated player to win the Wimbledon in the open era. Wow, congratulations to her. That's, that's crazy news. That's what I'm saying. I think that we should bring it up. That uh, This is historic, actually. I thought Sabalenka was going to win it, but she unraveled against this girl named Jabbar, who I didn't really know her this well. And this is the first time I've seen this Vanda Rosa play. I think she's for real. She's still like mid-20s or whatever, but she was hitting the ball like a champ. I did actually watch the quarterfinals and semifinals of this, okay. believe it or not, late night. You know my setup. I, can, I, can, <laughs> I hit the record and I come home and see what's happening on Wimbledon. So congratulations to an unseated uh, ladies champion Marketa Vanderosova um, from where is she from again? Finland? Czech. Czech, Isn't she Czech? Yeah, wherever the case. Congratulations. And of course, we're going to, the, the Joker is going to be going to for his uh, continue his go yes. tomorrow. Yeah, going uh, for another Wimbledon title. Put oh. him into uh, true GOAT contention. One more thing I want to get to. Oh, me too. Good. Have you seen uh, the video of the WNBA a three-point contest from last night. No. Sabrina Ionescu, she got uh, 37 points. She just went off. Really? <laughs> it was ins- just She's like- a good shooter, though, normally, but that's crazy number. Oh, she she, she was red hot. It was no insane. kidding. One, my buddy that shared it in our group chat just labeled it as pure filth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. I, I don't mind a little dirt anyway. But, but we got one more one more cleanup, and I think you're going to like this because you brought me down this road, and I'm loving it more by the second. But once again, Max Verstappen yep. won another race. This guy is so goddamn cocky. Did you see him chase him down when McLaren got ahead of him? Oh, yeah, Lando. He was like yeah. a wolf. He said, you got ahead of me? And he chased him down and then had the audacity to call the house and say, Why is it get the fastest lap? I just went and then walked onto the interview thing and saying, What else did you expect? This guy is unbelievable. Best villain. Is he, does that make him a villain? Uh, I don't know. I mean, to some I people, he's like I a like heel. Some, sometimes to some people, he's not. His skill level's next level. Let's get that. Oh, he's the uh, best driver in the best car. Okay. Which, best which car, equals yeah. dominance in F1, which is what we're seeing. It's, you know, oh, it's 2004 <laughs> Michael Schumacher, 2012 Sebastian Vettel. Oh, this you know. is insane. But I mean, what what gets me is I know why. I mean, like, I'm not the, I'm, I'm starting to sound like a Max 
Verstappen fan. I just Which like you are. Okay. <laughs> the guy comes in and just whips it out. He doesn't care anywhere he wants. Like, hi, I'm Max. Boom. What's the, what's the line from Moneyball where it's like this guy walks in the room, his dick's already been in there for like three minutes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's oh yeah, especially like when he walked up to I forget her name and there you know they do the checkered flag thing after. Like he just walked in like, where's my chair? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I go, yeah, got it. You know, there's a certain amount. is moxie. And then there's this people take it as a certain amount of, um, it's a bravado. But, I mean, if I'm in his position, in, 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 as, as Kid Rock, his famous line says, it ain't bragging if you're doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, big shout out to Max. Another thing is, though. The guy who's been the talk of F1 when I first started watching this, and he's still around, and you have to respect his driving because he doesn't have the good car and is showing his skill is uh, Lewis Hamilton. Yes. yes. I mean, despite the situations he's been in with his car, Mercedes, right? He's a Mercedes yep, guy. he's a Mercedes guy. He still climbs up to that podium or close when he's not looked at as a guy that's supposed to be there. What did he come in as? He was at six. He started six this time. Uh, yeah. And he started seventh the week before, and he made the podium runs. Or, get the, you know, he's close there anyway. What well, he he's in? up there in the championship as well yes, this year. Yeah, he's climbed back into the right. He's like, no one's going to catch Max. There's no... No, that's over. That's no done. Max and like Red Bull for constructors. I think that's a that's a done deal. Even though I didn't understand when you were telling me about the second seat at Red Bull, always seems to be contaminated Cursed. with something. And look at Perez; he just can't. He's I been crumbling. So he huge. So he was basically like top two every race uh, up until Miami, but then Monaco sixteenth place, Spain fourth, Canada sixth. Austria, he got on podium. He was third. But then uh, at Silverstone last weekend, another sixth place. He just crumbled. I don't know. Qualifying has been a big issue with him. He can't get out of Q1, which is just like. Oh, that's what, yeah. I don't I know. Like Silverstone, that. the thing that killed me was like he, the track was getting faster and faster as it went on. But he went out for his lap early, which just made absolutely no sense. How I think he he's in his, early. Why? Yeah. Why do you think he went out early? I think he's just in his own head. He's like, I got to get my lap in. I got to get my lap in. That's okay. that's my theory. It's, I'm not. You don't word me, but that's interesting. Because Max was content to wait around. I oh, mean, yeah, Red yeah, Bull, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Red Bull was telling him to wait, but Checo's probably just like, I want to go, I want to go. Wow. Anyways. And then Lewis uh, Hamilton is fourth place in the Drivers' Championship right now. He is not too far back of Alonso for third. And considering he had that rough start, Mercedes had that rough car start. Yeah. You know? I mean, he had, like... Those Mercedes guys aren't exactly uh, well. Actually, you know, Russell's only been on podium one. Lewis has been on there uh, four times. That's he, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's considering what position he's been in there. I'm going whoa. You and, know. And should we talk about the driver replacement? Who's it going to be? Your buddy Daniel Ricardo <laughs> just took over the second seat at AlphaTauri. Now, no way. Yeah, it's uh, Nick DeVries. Is, he's gone. Oh, so Ricardo gets another ride, eh? Yeah, so I think well, my buddy. if Perez keeps up this streak that's <laughs> on, it's Sonoda and Ricardo basically competing for that second seat at Red Bull for next year. Exactly, exactly. So if Ricardo has a good run here, he could be back in the second Red Bull seat. Oh, next sure. Year. You know, he should never have left. If just that Max bullied him. And, and, and who's got the better? I, I'm not I'm a Moxie now. You know what I mean? Like, Ricardo was the man. At for a that bit point, at Red Bull, yeah. yeah, and but he got all weird. I think you know what fucked him up. Excuse my language. Is the uh, that whole show because we never had any. Well, also seeing seeing Max coming up behind you in your rear view mirrors, uh, so to speak. You know, no, I think you that weighs be on you. You should say, "I'm just as good." Like you know what I mean. You shouldn't be. Well, I mean, the team wasn't exactly like in his corner the whole time there either. Yeah, but then he started questioning shit too. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? 
No, no, I'm saying I'm the man until I'm not the man. That's what well, you're gonna when, do. When, when, uh, when Christian you know, Horner is starting to go like, we like you, but we like him a lot more. You okay, know? it's like when you play baseball. Okay, like you come along and and like um, in my younger days, I'm coming along and I'm playing a lot of shortstop, third, and pitching because yeah. I'm I'm under forty. Okay. Okay. Now I get around forty, and so and a couple guys are joining the team. Maybe it's time to Cruz moves over to second base. Doesn't have the arm he used to have. You know what I mean? Not quite the speed. Mm. Why can't I hit fifth and uh, seventh first? But yeah, but that's so, not exactly an apples to apples comparison because there's only one drivers championship. And if you're second place on your own team in F1, like you, it's not a comfortable place to be. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, because like, your biggest rival is your teammate in F1. Okay, I agree with that. But I mean, can't you be teammates and you get a constructor? Like, look at okay. So they're driving. No one the cares same. about the constructor. I mean, okay, like the, the team does. But if you're a driver, it's like. So you're saying to me that Perez is driving exactly the same car as Max, correct? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, so that's what they. <laughs> I think he's running a different setup. Is uh, the word on the street? Okay, so that means that, what's the other Mercedes guy? George Russell. Oh, yeah. I like George Russell a lot. Nah. Anyways, I do. I just like, because he's just a schmuck. He's, he's, a, he's one of those guys, like, he's coming through, like, he's got, like, his commentary. He, like, he's already auditioning for, like, his post-career commentary Oh, no job. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. He's got the look, the hair, the whole nine yards. Well, he's got, he's, what is he saying about Lando? He's like, oh, they're doing well in the hards. Impressive. It's like. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, he's already there. But the fact is, like, I'm saying um, uh, they have the same car, don't they? Yeah, I'd imagine. I would same same thing at Ferrari, Leclerc, and what's his name? They got yeah, the same. Signs. Yeah, they got the same. They're supposed to have the same car. Then it's come your ability to drive the car. I just think Max is a great driver, and it's in his lineage. And it's like set when was he seventeen? The first time he he was allowed to drive a F one car. Yeah, like come on, he didn't seven. even have his driver's license yet. Yeah, 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 right. And he was allowed to drive an F one car. Come on. And anyways, I'm just shouting it out there because at the house that happens, we do two things. We keep our eye on F one and always keep to have tabs on the Habs. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> in any event, let's get back to some baseball. Talk here. You're going to give a congratulations to somebody? Uh, yeah, Vladdy winning the home run derby. How Think. fun was that? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch, but. Okay, I watched a <laughs> bunch of it, and it was a whole bunch of fun. We were out for beers, and I went to watch it. I thought the um, the moment that I mostly got out of it, when you seen Guriel and, uh, and Guriel and um, Vladdy hugging and hamming it up. It looked a lot like the Blue Jays dugout last year. <laughs> Is somebody upstairs not liking that kind of thing going on in the in the dugout? And can I say maybe that thing going on in the dugout would have lead you farther ahead than you are right now? Just saying, okay, Toronto Blue Jays, who still have not got a regular second baseman, who still have not got a regular a. Um, left fielder and there's a uh sign and i'm hoping that he's okay well we have a regular left fielder he's just not very good who's that our show then we should have put left with Guriel. I would take Guriel's ske sketchy defense over his bat because Varsho has been a better defensively, but has he been marginally? There you go. So I, I'm saying, and we gave up Marino. See, Marino I know. hit Marino hit the home run the other night to win the game. Just before the All-Star break? He had a home run last night, too, against and he, the Jays. And he hit one last night against the Jays. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we gave up both of these guys under 25. Oh, it's a disaster. Guriel, is Guriel's 25 or 26? He's around, yeah, right around there. He's the youngest of the brothers, and they said he was the best two years ago. Everyone said he's the best hitter in the family, and he was one of the best hitters in the country. Mm -hmm. And we give him up for Varsho, who's basically a fire hydrant? I want to know who was that scout 
that was, you know, doesn't that have a job. Fired. Oh, he shouldn't. He's fired. But Who's I this want... guy that was banging home the Varsho drum? I don't get it. But you know what? We tried to in the beginning. Just remember, we, we said he's a left-handed punch playing in a smaller arena than he did playing in Arizona. So we thought that power would equate to 30 home runs. It still may, but I'm not liking 30? it. 30? How many has he got now? 15, 14, 13? I, I don't think, think he's, he's got, like got 30. Okay, and guess what? He's a guess hitter. So he's getting killed because they always say that coming from the National League to the American League is harder. I don't know. I think because it's interleague play, shouldn't it be the same boat now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't completely that buy that. anymore. Yeah, Back no. in the day, I used to because American League was more of a junk pitching and National League was more fireball. But that, I think that's a long wash. That's gone with the dodo bird. However, what I'm saying is that this Varsho guy has, like, I always, I made jokes last year. Remember Moguriel and Tosca Hernandez? Sure. I'm on tape. Saying not good. I apologize, guys. The hair jokes. Oh yeah, I know that. But I I still say his hair is purple now, or whatever color it is. I don't want to say the color that I've used previously when we're talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks concerning red. Remember? Okay. Yes. Let's leave that uh, with the dodo bird as well. That was a Freudian slip. You know what I mean? I told some other people about that, and they said that's new generation thing. See, when we were kids, we wouldn't even think about uh, like saying something like that. But it was was a complimentary statement. It ain't so complimentary No, now. it doesn't say now because the whole world has changed and it's got softer. But that, my point being is that um, if our show shouldn't be, I, I think that what happened is we should call out a platoon and make Kermeyer and... Uh, Kermeyer and Varsho have to platoon in center field. Murrayfield stays every day in left field. Thank God Murrayfield going to the All-Star game, having a solid season. And his uh, defense... I would not... Wait, who do you want to platoon? I want to platoon Kermeyer or whatever his name is, in center field. Him and Varsho. They're both lefties, though. Oh, it's right. He's a lefty. So we can't... Oh, that's failing. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, I think that they... When you're going to rotate guys on one day, you play whatever. Springer, give them... Let the guy relieve Springer in there, and Springer can beat DH a day. But Murrayfield stay there at second base. Biggio can float out there. Biggio's really not a second baseman. Just because his dad did doesn't mean he is. Yeah, He's too I, big. I never got that why he keeps getting opportunities. I don't know. That's that makes sense. So who do we put at second base? Just leave Merrifield there. No, you Espinal? put... Espinal? No, Bichette. We'll to second oh. and put Espinal at short. How many times am I going to sure. tell you that? I mean, I, I would love that too, but that's a, oh. that's a pipe dream. When you see Espinal playing on the infield, he looks like he was born there. The I other when, when when even when Murrayfield and uh, Bichette are there, they look chunky as a combo. If you know what I mean by chunky, they don't they don't like have that old school Ozzy Smith to Barry Larkin where no. those guys were. You know those are Whitaker that Trammel kind of yeah. nonsense. I don't see any of that going on with this infield. And then they make the bad error, or Bo can't get the one in the hole, or Bo can't make the throw from the yeah. hole. Not not knocking you, Bo, because you're having a great season. I think he's our best player. I agree. His defense is what scares me. Don't yeah. you agree? No, I agree. It's, we've talked about it. Like, going like side to side, yes. getting that throw to first base, it's not as automatic as it should be. So where's your stance on our playoff position as a Toronto Blue Jay fan? Oh, status quo. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're the house that happens. Uh, buried in the heart of North Etobicoke saying that we are skeptical about our Toronto Blue Jays. Joey Votto is having a good laugh right now. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I bet he is. And you know, the, 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 another thing about the Blue Jays is as we continue on, um, and we, we should be talking about it because the trade deadline's coming up very soon, mm-hmm. is the fact that um, even our pitching staff now, is Jordan Romano, who got, I don't understand that injury he got in the All-Star game. I think it's interesting that you think, and we've talked about this earlier, is Swanson going to be the closer? 
he could get an opportunity here. I, I don't think Romano has been put on the DL, so it's no. obviously not going to be a significant injury. But, I mean, could open up an opportunity for Swanson. Uh, the Jays won by five runs yesterday, so that opportunity didn't really no, present itself. No, exactly. And I'll, and I'll take it to part two. Uh, it, once again, it was a 2-1 game, and uh, the Jays weren't hitting again, and they scored five runs in the seventh or eighth inning. I forget, mm -hmm. and everyone goes, oh, we got five runs. Did you see that comedy of errors that the Arizona Diamondbacks provided us with so we were able to score the five runs? What was it, two errors in the inning? I believe so. And, and one of those freaking balls that landed in Never Never Land. It was just one of those. Yeah, two errors. Yeah, two errors in the inning right there. And uh, um, a, a ball that, you know, one of those drop-in hits. Like yeah, the little seeing eyes single. Yeah. So you had two errors, a blue, blue single, a walk. And I think there was a walk. So it was just one of those innings that, you know, and don't be surprised if, uh, I hope not, because today we don't, we don't, who's our starter? Is it going to be Bassett? So it was supposed to be Gosman, but he's experiencing some left side discomfort, they're saying. So it will be Bassett. They're oh. just going to move him up a day. Okay. And he's had the rest anyway. Can I say one thing about Bassett? Don't think, buddy. Just throw. Just throw the goddamn ball. So that means Kurt's going to be catching him because he needs someone holding his hand. And yeah. Kurt can't even hit his weight these days. So there's another bat out of the lineup. But have they announced the lineup yet? Uh, we, let's take a look check. to see what we got. Okay, let me get a guess because it's a Saturday. Do we give Springer the day off and make him DH? We're just after the All-Star break, so it's only second game. So no, Springer, get your ass out there. So Merrifield should be in left. We're going to get B. No, no lineups announced yet. Uh, well, we'll look at it later. I'm predicting that Bijou's at second base today. No way. Why not? It's a uh, Saturday. I mean, I hope not. I hope not either. Like, I'm going, <laughs> come on. I want to see Bo at second base. Can we start at the house that happens? We want Bo to be your second baseman? Yeah, I do too, but okay. I think that's a pipe dream. Uh, in, in any event, we, um, we, we're not knocking the Blue Jays because we want playoff baseball here, and we're going to continue to say if we miss the playoffs this year, it's a disaster for the Blue Jays. Yes, it is. In the event that... Uh, all that hype, all this money being spent, like, come on. How much would you give up to get Otani? Oh, my God. The sun, the moon, my left nut. Okay, then that's going to come up because the first rumor has finally arisen out of uh, Lala Land that now the Los Angeles Angels may finally be taking calling in for Otani. Well, sure, guess, they don't want to lose him for nothing. Well, so he's good for next year, right? I believe so. And then he has to be re-signed. Apparently, if they're talking like that, Otani's people must have said something to him in Japanese or Korean. He's Korean. He's Japanese. Okay, whatever the case may be. Where's, uh, I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Okay? <laughs> you don't even know that song. I do know that song. Oh, okay. That's cool. In any event, uh, it's interesting that he's suddenly becoming on the market. And I'm saying, sure. what are you going to say? Is he going to be the first guy that gets a contract with a B? Hmm. A bill. That's what I'm saying, a bill. Uh, that's a, that's an interesting conversation because, like, I think we've gotten into this a little bit before. There's no precedent of this. for, but like, contracts okay, for a guy so like the this. Biggest, what's the biggest contract in the league right now? Judge, 300 mil, right? 350? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying he gets half a bill. You can't give a guy a bill. No. You can't because we're going to get back to another thing that you sent to me when you were talking about baseball is that they are layoffs imminent one of the biggest sports extravaganzas in the country, correct? Sorry? Didn't you say there's layoffs imminent? Except for Friedman, didn't you give me? Oh, for hockey, yes, yes. At, uh, at Sportsnet, that's true. It's okay, so once I keep saying, and we've talked about it before, when you see that part of the structure start getting to peel away, it's got to come back to sponsors and contracts eventually. So when you're just seeing those two things happen, 
Um, and uh, doesn't Disney own? No, who owns? Uh, who owns the Angels? That guy? No, it's that separate. It's uh, yeah. So the Disney that guy's got more money than money. Yeah, but let me look up his name quickly. Is, is that is that uh, we Arturo Moreno? Oh yeah, Moreno. Yeah, he's got more money than money. But the bottom line is maybe because um, this is the first time I've heard it this week, where they're enter they're entertaining offers for Otani at this with the trade deadlines. What August fourth, August eighth, something like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so in any event, this is, have you ever heard until now anybody talking about um, talking about Otani being on the trademark? There was whispers last year around this time too, weren't there? Maybe, yeah, there but was. I think what's really is the thing is now that Trout's hurt again. So they think they got no shot at the playoffs, basically? Yeah, they're, they're falling down, which is good for the Blue Jays because that's one of the teams that they were fighting with to get in the playoffs. And I'm not sure... The Angels weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. I don't think so either. But it's what's the Houston's the other team we got to worry about and how are they doing? They seem to be... You know, their balancing act is not too good. And now that the Yankees have fallen to last place in the American League East, are they dead or that we believe? I'm not. Are you? Are you? Uh, you know, anything, the only thing that pisses me off about the Yankees being in last place is that the Red Sox aren't in last place. And the Red Sox are pretty hot right now. It's yes, winner of six in a row. But I don't think, I, I think that's a, that, uh, what are they behind us though? They're still two behind us in the loss column. I agree. Yeah, two games back. Yeah, okay, so guess what? I don't think they've got enough pitching to be there. They've just did a little bit of slugging, got everybody excited. Well, they've gotten a lot of help from our friends at the Blue Jays as well. Oh, that don't even bring that up. Because if we get to the end of the seasons and we, we get to tiebreakers and all kinds of stuff, it's going to be, and I say it all goes back to, I don't care what anyone says, it all goes back to when we beat them, what was it, 24,000 to 25 to 1. Whatever. And then there was a dancing in the dugout and the extra celebration at 18. And that's when Bo sat in the I remember that night because Bo Bichette's never been about that extra. His old man, Dante, was a freaking old school ball mm. school guy. And I seen it. And I never forget that game because when it got to 17 nothing, and then the party started in the dugout, I went, oh, oh payback's so, a bitch. We're getting a little bit uh, off track here. I want to okay. get back to Otani. So, oh, yes. Or, and I guess just trade deadline in general from the Jays' perspective. So there's talk of the Jays targeting Nelson Cruz. I I'd say if this was 10 years ago, I'd love that. But now... No, yeah. no, and I'm a cruise. Nelson, we love you. Stay in your own freaking area code. I think the, I hated him when he played with Baltimore. By the way, I oh, I did too. Me him. too. I'm, I'm not. I'm not just because he played for Baltimore was sure. enough for me. You know what I'm saying? But um, I thought it was interesting that they're talking about the left-hander from uh, St. Louis, Montgomery, as being a potential um, uh, starter to be picked up by Toronto. Yeah, he's 30 years old. He's um, on an end of his contract. He's had 29 starts since he got claimed. Oh, pitcher you're talking pitcher, about. Yeah, okay. he, since he got um, from last year, St. Louis picked him up from the trade deadline from where? Kansas City or one of those teams, Detroit or somewhere. I can't remember. But in any event, he's there. He's 30 years old. They picked him up from the Yankees. From, was he Yankees? Okay, so now he's he's going to be, and he's uh, he's a free agent. So yeah. you know they're going to dump him anyway. And, and is he a viable because he's a lefty? Is he a, a starter? He's 12-9, and nine, I think, right now. Something like that. Or Do we need another starter, starter, though? What's that? I'd take all the starters I can going in the playoffs. Oh, I thought you weren't for a six-man rotation. No, but I just want them in the dugout just to throw the ball. I don't. They're not starting. So what are they doing? Been, what's that? What are they doing then? And maybe we get to, when the playoffs come, I'm going there. When we got an extra lefty in the bullpen. No, then I'd rather pick up a reliever then. 
No, no, no. I'll take him because at the end of the year, we can when we go to next spring training. Yeah, camp, but you're gonna have to if it's a starter, you're gonna have to pay a lot more for that at the deadline. I don't think well, that makes sense. Well, that's what's happened. I, I mean, I think that he, this guy's gonna make money exponentially because he's in the right place at the well, right I, time. Well, I'm not talking in terms of cash. I'm talking talking about in terms of like Players, prospects. Yeah. Prospect. Okay, I think you're gonna might have to a little overpay for him. But okay, so now we got the owner of the Mets saying. We've got issues. So what happened? I'm not touching a Verlander at all. I love Verlander. I agree. I'm an old Detroit guy, but you're going to touch anything for this guy? No. They're not all Tom Brady's. No. Well, let's, but the Jays need a bat. Oh, of course they need a bat, but I not, never, never turn down pitching if you get the opportunity. That's my creed. I think the Jays should focus on the lefty reliever instead of the lefty starter. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm going to reach that for the next show because off the top of my head, I would um, – I can't think of anybody. However, you know when you start the baseball games and they screen and they, they always show the lineups? Because you know me and watching MLB and regional coverage with beginning of games, it could be the White Sox, Milwaukee, whatever. I always look at what their bench looks like. And a lot of times is one of the things lacking in the league is left-handed pitching. Around the league, yeah. everybody's looking. now. Well, that's always been at a premium. Oh, yeah, but now it, it seems to be even more. So as we're talking about this, I want to throw something in there really quick there. That, that um, Another thing, because after all saw break, and we got a little bit of dead space here, where do we put in? I heard an interesting stat, and I think that these stats are all getting out of, out of line now. Like 10, 20 years ago, we'd bring them up and go, oh, that's pretty cool. But they said that Atlanta, 10 games before the All-Star Games, had their total of home run, RBIs, Hit batting average and stolen bases on a 10 game stretch was the biggest in the history of baseball. Mm. That's more than those 20 Yankees teams, the big red machines, the Yankees in the 50s, the A's, the Bash brothers, all of those teams. Now, what to me is the anomaly is this they added the stolen base onto it. So all these teams had numbers that were comparable in all the other offensive stats. Yeah. But then they add the stolen bases, and now we got a track meet going on. So you know what I mean? Like if Jackie Robinson or Ricky Henderson or Lou Brock was playing with these rules, how many bases would they steal? How many Ricky would be stealing now? I don't know. 200? <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, you got to understand one thing because you didn't see enough about this because stolen bases kind of got – Yeah. They kicked it to the curb in, in your well, time. We're getting a little bit off track here because I want to keep it with the Blue Jays and trade deadline. Okay. All right. I'm getting, anyways, I'm getting back there about the stat is that when I heard this stat about um, um, when teams get these new numbers that represent what's going on today, I think the numbers are getting jaded. You know what I mean? When I hear something like that, oh, this team did this and this team did that because I'm going to get my point to get back to where we are is that the Jays are still a shitty hitting team sure there's only 13 guys hitting 300 in the whole league so that means that pitching is getting better than we really needed it so if i'm the toronto blue jays i'm still going after more pitching sure anything you know what i mean but i mean you're gonna at the, at the price it's gonna cost i don't think it's gonna be worth it like what just to put a guy to have him on the bench no i'm saying if you get into the playoffs and you i think some of these rules are going to be bent like they're going to go back a little bit more old school, so you're going to say. Like what do you mean? Uh, you don't have to go to the three. You can. You can uh, no, we're not going back from like having to pitch the three batters. That's that's the way it's going to be for the playoffs and everything. You don't think they're going to alter it? They said there could be some adjustments still. What do you mean? We've been going with this. It's been a rule for already like a bunch of years. What's that? Having to pitch the three batters. No, not really. It's yeah. only been there. How long has it been? Oh, at least like three, four years now. I don't think it's been that long. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. 
I'd like to check that out. Maybe even like five, six. No, I got that long, long time. No, no, I'd like to check that. Please check that. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going back for more arms because I I want to go back to that. I don't I don't I'm I'm not I'm not all about this new age. You can only do this. You can only do that bullshit. Well, I it's mean, sports always change, crews. Like, I but, mean, you, you have but, to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I, it's a, it's a, it's just a set of arbitrary rules. Like, I don't get like why I get so bent out of shape about something. Because if I change. want my guy to want to go out and get you out. Then he runs out and gets you out. You're done. Ah, these rules were put into effect for the 2019 season. This is the fifth season of the, these rules. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm still not. I'm not. I, I still want to go back. You're right. It's, Maybe it's, it's never going to change. It's a pipe dream. Okay, so anyways, you did bring up something interesting. You're right, and I don't want to get too far away. Sorry for stranding, but remember, we're going to do a show talking about these numbers that way because I think they're all screwed or screwed. But anyways, um, I'm sure you some brought guys up, were saying that like in the 50s and 60s. and When they lowered the mound, I bet you people were a little there pissed. There you go. But I mean, I think people were really pissed. I, I, I'm, I'm saying it was going on. I was too young to get it at the time. I'd like to have seen Roger Clemens pitch off that mound, but I thought you brought up an interesting person. Go back to the trade trade deadline i thought you bring brought up i'm gonna let you bring his name up that you thought cody is, bellinger cody you caught me off guard with that one you know what do you think the realistic possibility is though i mean i think uh he could get traded like why not i mean the cubs are going nowhere fast do you see his contract i don't think that should be a matter for uh the blue jays no it the shouldn't money. be and he's having a solid year but i heard he loves it at wrigley field he could love it here in toronto too it's fine Going to Wrigley Field every day to play baseball and going to the Dome every day to play baseball. Come on, bro. Let's <laughs> that's, 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 that's get to the chase. He's only on a one-year deal, so oh, he's, he's going to be a free year? agent uh, this summer, yeah. That's interesting, then, because maybe we could give him the money, too. Uh, well, hold on. Was Oh, there's like a... Okay, so there's an option for next season, a mutual option. Okay, so what's going to go on here? The only problem was that we have Chapman at third base. So where are we going to put him? That's the question. Bellinger, put him in the outfield. Okay, so then... Take away that bum VAR show. Okay, then so we'll then we so then we'll have a... Uh, or, and then you could have a situation where, like, you know, VAR show, like, he can play left field, then Bellinger DHs that day. What do we do with Kermeyer, then? He stays there? He stays in center field. You, you want to keep him there consistently? What's he hitting now? 270. He's still hitting that bet much? He got but a couple that, hits last night, too. Did, or he was one for three with... Yeah, he's one for three last night, hitting 270. How many at-bats does he have? Uh, he has... Because I think he's... like they, they, 222. Say, and what's the average on our team? That, that's, I think, because Vladdy's like... What, what's Vladdy at? The, the, the judges. At-bats? Yeah. 348. Yeah, see, he doesn't... He's They, they sit him a lot. At, well, he's years. also at the end of the order. What's that? Kiermaier's also at the end of the order, so Sometimes he's going to naturally... Sometimes he bat. should be at the end of the bench. I don't know. I think his bat's been for a number nine hitter. I think his bat's okay, been okay. Uh, and we've had Plus this argument. Defense, yeah. Okay, well, well, I'll that, keep him there. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm still saying if he hits 270, it's amazing. But I'm saying I'm, I'm, they're tempering his at bats. You see, he's having lower. That's a lot of less at bats than than Vladdy. And Vladdy walks a lot. Vladdy has a lot more walks than him. So you add that on there too. The mm-hmm. the bottom line is, I think they. Well, Kiermaier doesn't walk. That's the only. This is only knock on. He doesn't hit either. So let's two seventy. I think. I'll I think. The, I'm, I'm saying John Schneider has managed him very well, and we'll take his defense out there. But I'm Fair. in there. But he's part of this malaise that's been why the Toronto Blue Jays can't hit. We're a shitty hitting team, and you know what? We're in the top ten in hitting, which just tells you how badly hitting is in baseball. Like you think about, it, you look at the stats. Or is the average. pitching just that good? 
then we don't have enough lefties. So is the whole game falling down, or is it too much analytics? Where you, you, where you guys get so specific about their thing that I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it caught me off guard when I was seeing like the scoring going up and they took away the shift and make the bases bigger and everybody's running around faster. And then I looked at the numbers and I'm going, we still only got 13 guys hitting 300. That's that's pretty weak. And we got one of them on our team. Yeah, we almost had two. I think Vladdy's going to get back up there now. I think Vladdy will end up hitting uh, around 300. He's, he's only hitting 276. He's got a... Well, he can pick it up. He, he, I mean, if anything, uh, Merrifield, I have more faith in him getting back to 300. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Because Vladdy is... It was nice that he had a home run coming right after home run derby. Because mm-hmm. everyone's going to question going to do. You walk into the Oh, because everyone... What's the thing? Like, it ruins your swing. I've oh, heard yeah. that before, right? Uh, so. I don't know if that is. But you see, the place went nuts, eh? First at bat, our, our home run derby champion, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Bang! Out of the park, the dome goes nuts. That's good. And then As guess it what? should. And guess what? That was the only run until when? <laughs> what, the seventh, that seventh inning, right? only run until when? We can't hit, bro. We can't hit. Any other players that you think are going to come up that may surprise you at the trade deadline? around the league because we got teams that are ordinarily not in a position to be uh that are usually buyers that are going to mm-hmm. be sellers that's including the new york mets that's the st louis cardinals um now speaking of the mets i saw a meme online that was pretty funny so since 2019 francisco lundor and a toyota rav4 have nearly identical careers oh. zero all-stars between the two zero gold gloves between oh. the two zero silver sluggers oh. zero mvps but the Rav4 has got the double IHS top top safety pick. <laughs> and you can take it to a World Series, unlike Lindor. Oh, my. It, it, you know what? At the time, do you think Lindor's contract, would you have signed him? No. At that time for that money? No. Really? No. I like, thought they overpaid him, but I would have still gave him a bag. Not that much, though. It's okay, Mets. You can hang on to Oh, him. no, 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 now. No, because no, no, no. the whole thing about Lindor was, like, his athleticism, yes. his hitting. But those are things that usually decline with age, especially once you get to that uh, free Dirtiest. agent window. Yeah, yeah so. okay. But, I mean, he's still playing solid defense, but he's not he's that solid, money. not worth the 25 no, mil or whatever no, they're paying. No, 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 no. Because, you know, um, what, what I'm finding interesting is this AL Central situation is, like, who's going to be buyers and who's going to be sellers there? Because there's a bunch of players that, that are kicking around those teams. If you look at the numbers, even Detroit's got a couple guys. But I, I've been, um, what I've been doing, because I'm an old Tiger fan, and I got friends that go to Comerica Park every time, and I've been reading the Tiger sites, and they don't want to be sellers at the deadline because they got their good young prospects that are playing okay. They're competing, but they're not winning. They're losing a lot of close games. Yeah. But they don't want to give these guys up because they're all young. Yeah, like if, if, I mean, if you there. don't have veterans to trade, you don't have veterans to trade. That's right. So, and I'm I'm liking the fact that I've heard no big like a team. And Detroit's got a few good young guys, but I mean, I'm glad that I'm hearing that like people that are knocking on the door to see what what they could get at them. Like some regular everyday guys. I think mm-hmm. their third baseman is one of the ones that came up. But in any event, then you got the Twins and the Guardians, who are teams not with big money, and they're gonna shot at their division. So what are they gonna do? Can they afford to buy anybody? So if that's the case, if Cleveland dumps, they've got, uh, what is that, that Bieber guy and another guy? they got a well, couple Cleveland's of half a game back of their division. I think I don't the, think they're going to be sellers. I don't think they're going to be either. But they have a weird time of, like, letting people go at the deadline to get a different piece. Like, they've given up starters at the uh, trade deadline before when they've ended up winning the division, which True. is – which makes me go, what? Like, would we trade a starter right now? Like, we're the Toronto Blue Jays that trade. Well, oh, well, hell no. Well, well let, let's just give up well, one Well, also rest completely different divisions as well. Like, in the AL East, you're just going to get destroyed. Oh, of course. And, of course, that's still the toughest division in baseball. 
Agreed. Um, the the AL West was acting like it could be something, but with the fry, NL West, you mean? I mean the NL West, they were acting like they were going to be something, but they got Colorado. Just oh, and the Padres don't know what they and are. I don't know what they are, and they've got Arizona winning the division now. Because well, you know they're what? they're back in second place now. Dodgers oh yeah, because first. they won. They were ahead because of the win last last night. Which Dodgers be, won five in a row now. I think. Uh, well, I think uh, this is time. Yeah. this is time. So, and I think that San Francisco is going to climb over them too because San Francisco is close. They're going to buy everything. The word around thing is that San Francisco is going to go buy everything that they they can get. But you know what I like about San Francisco? You look at their lineup. They're a bunch of, but they say you don't do in the championship like this. They're a bunch of, um, uh, I don't want to, because I don't want to degrade every player, but just say every, they've got nine Chapmans. Okay. They got, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, they yeah. got like nine Chapmans. They don't have many Vladdies. They don't have many Trouts or guy judges, yeah. but they got nine Chapmans. And not, you know, can Ch nine Chapmans win it for you? Why not? Why not? I mean, Yastrzemski is playing really well. Oh, for them. way over his head! I think I never thought he'd be the project just because of his dad there. But <laughs> the um, uh, we go around the horn. They got a good catcher. Um, their defense is solid. Their uh, ERA is respectable. You know what I mean? So and you and you look at they got two guys that can close. Um, we just seen them in town here. Like we we just yep. escaped beating them, but those games were close. One hit away, and San Francisco could have won that series. That's how precarious we are. And what does San Francisco do? As soon as they leave Toronto, they win the next two out of three series anyway. So we dodged a bullet in a weird way playing them. I wouldn't be sure. surprised if San Francisco has an outside chance of making the World Series. I really do. As I more, I guess it's because you know what it is too is because I've been coming home late and putting in an MLB network. You see regional coverage, so I've been watching. The, uh, right. I've been watching more Giants games lately than usual. San Diego is what? What do you say about that? What do you say about San Diego, the New York Mets, the New York Yankees, the Los Angeles Angels? Who am I missing? All style, no substance. Oh, the money though. The money is. That's what I'm saying. Is when we pick away at like, um, and I'm going to be incessant about this as we talking because I think this is the first pillar in this is the fact that. Um, um, when you start losing bodies in other part of the sports that's supposed to support the product that's on the field, something's got to shake. Is that the first brick? You know what I uh, mean? Well, okay. Well, I don't think we can get too much into this. No, we can't. Uh, I just want to pose this question as we go. It's For as long as I can remember, there's been teams like this. Why is that going to change things now? Because they suddenly laid off people that are in the sports industry. And I haven't seen sports layoffs. broadcasting. Okay, still, but I mean, I've seen guys come in and come out, but like to see this wholesale thing, like when you told me about sports that now too, that perked up. That's my head. that's just rumor so far, though. Okay, I don't want. I, I hope yeah. it's not. I hope it's not. That's you know what I, I mean. You hope it is rumor. Yeah, I hope it is yeah. rumor. Yeah, and I because I hope it is because I don't like. Eventually, like what happens is when it when it tears away from the product, it, it hurts the competition. And why are we watching the games? Because we love the competition. But I'm saying the contracts can also affect the competition sure. and that's what's scaring me by the way you know what i just learned so we can take this i think we're done for baseball oh, yeah. yeah so i want uh, i want to take a uh, talk a little bit about basketball so i found out that uh there's a few people who were like fired from espn the last time around they have their own show for like showtime now do you know about this bill simmons is one uh he was not the one i was thinking of but oh. okay uh there's whatever the annoying redhead who was the host of like nba today or whatever oh what's her name yeah, yeah. she got one but she 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 you know what i don't know why oh we're uh, she yeah, she's with uh, tracy mcgrady and paul pierce well what's her name oh and paul pierce yeah he ended up on showtime oh uh, the redhead i know she she did the nba today every day she was a host yeah she was awful um <laughs> but she said something um 
off color, didn't she, on Mike? She did. I, I can't remember what it was. was. Oh, how come we don't even know her name? I can't. Again, I, I never mind. Okay, you you disliked her that much? Oh my God, she she like first of all, just the Toronto bashing with her. Oh, I didn't like that either. Yes, but in half the time she would like say some stupid shit, and it was just like. I don't know. It feels like she would, didn't really know NBA. It's like, and then I looked into her background. Like, she's really like a college football person. So That's where like, she came out of. Yeah. That was her pedigree. But I think she also might have. Uh, I shouldn't say this on the air. Maybe she's had friends in the NBA. Oh, of course, friends maybe, in high places. No, maybe she's dated some <laughs> oh, people in, okay. in situ. Is that is that a optimum way to put it? I mean, hey, it's a, it part of the game. Part of the game. Um, so, how can we forget her name? She comes up on my my uh, Instagram when Rachel I Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols, yeah. that's what it is. Yes, Rachel Nichols. Let's bring in Katie Nolan instead. Yeah, but she said something off color. Yeah, I can't remember. I think uh, it's whatever. Anyways, but uh, into the NBA though, LeBron's coming back. Shocker. Oh no, kidding. But no, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back a second here. Where do you get Showtime? Do you have Showtime on your TV? No, it's a podcast that they run. Oh, okay. Everyone. Yeah. yeah okay, I get that. All right. That's what we're going to be someday. I hope. But anyway, do you get Showtime? Where do you, do you, no, it's an American channel. Yeah, we don't. Like, get we just it. get like their original programming gets distributed through like uh, Crave or whatever here. Oh, it's through Crave. Yeah, well, like like I'm talking about like their dramas and whatever, like Dexter and oh, that kind no, of thing. no, 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 nothing. Yeah, I'm not about that. But their sports thing, that's what I'm saying. They got an NBA show, and I think they're trying to get a football show too, aren't they? I wouldn't doubt it. Everybody does because yeah. the monolith is, is is going. But oh, continue on what you're saying about basketball. Story. Uh, so LeBron is back. Shocker. Surprising absolutely nobody. Two but, years? Uh, two years he plays? Uh, well, well, he's going to play with his son. We know that. Okay, so that's got to be two more years. Yeah. Well, uh, two more years at least, this year and next year, because his son's getting drafted next summer. Okay, so we got the 2023-24 season, so he'd have to play with him in the 24-25 season. That's correct. So that would be his last season. He'll be 40 years old. You know what I mean? Good time to go. I, I agree. But I, you know, we're going to miss LeBron. Of course. Well, why, we still got him for a little bit. Let's not get too sad. I but, heard. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I've never. I, I'm. I'm. I'm respectful of LeBron. You know what I mean. You, you do a lot of standing up for LeBron though on the show. Do, a lot of people might confuse you for a fan. Okay, because I have to. Because I think that he's the guy that's risen above all the other bullshit that got soft in the NBA, and he gets slammed too much for some of the maybe some of the moves that he's made. And I'm just looking at him as one of the greatest basketball players that ever played the game. Well, and also for being a, a, a buddy of China, I think that lost to the lose them some brownie points. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that that's too, you know, that's a great enigma, too, about that. They don't bring that up, eh? The NBA hasn't talked about that too much and how much they're entrenched there. And they're trying to get guys to go over there this summer, you know that, eh? Because they paid, remember Kobe used to go. Sure. You know what I mean? They'd fly him over privately. Kobe'd get like a mill to stop training for 10 minutes and go to Japan and sell shoes and he'd lose his mind because the market there is too huge. But I think the world politics and the world um, dichotomy has changed it. Like, why do you want to go to China? Money, of course. Well, money changes everything. Uh, do you ever think the NBL uh, get a breakthrough in the, uh, a bigger breakthrough in the uh, Middle East? Uh, the NBA. Itself, probably not, but I can see basketball getting more of a presence there. In what way? Well, they'd have to, like, start their own thing. Well, do they play basketball in the Middle East? Don't they have a, a league in uh, Egypt somewhere? Is well, Egypt's in, Africa. Israel, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Israel has a professional basketball league. Yeah. I know that. Um, but I don't know. Israel's got every. Israel's got a hockey team. So oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they got everything. Well, well, they're Israel. That's just the way it works. You know what I'm saying? Which is a good thing, I guess. Um, um, 
I don't know what we were getting out there about. Um, oh, the NBA. Yeah. So I want to start off with uh, the in-season tournament details have come out, and you already made a face. Now I, I kind of like this. It's a way to uh, make some of the regular season games more intriguing. So if you don't know, uh, each that's five groups or six groups of five rather. Uh, for our Raptors fans, they are in the same group as Orlando, Brooklyn, Chicago, and Boston. Mary had a little lamb. Uh, though how it works is the winner of each group goes to the quarterfinals, and there's two wild cards to complete the quarterfinal. Final four takes place in Vegas. Who me? Oh, of course. Of course. Where else is it going to be? In Etobicoke? Come on. Why are they doing this? To get ratings up, because especially early in the season – when you're competing then don't the have NFL. those stupid okay well, how many guys are going to load management the tournament uh when there's cash on the line probably a lot less interesting yeah money changes everything i think it's bullshit myself why do you need an in so what, what what's what's this championship going to be worth what is this like so they're going to be no all-star game now right does that eliminate the all-star game no still- no this, these are these just like our regular season games that count towards the nba cup there's still going to be regular season games. So the how it works is the group stage game. So you play each team in your group once. Yeah. Uh, you're, so it's a total of two home, two away games, four group stage games. Those also count towards the regular season. Agreed. The quarterfinal matchup also counts towards the regular season. But semis and the finals, those are like separate from everything. Those just count towards NBA Cup. Okay. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not at all. You know what? You, you know what it gets back to. Too? You say that until the Raptors ah, all of a sudden had a no, chance. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> yes, not, not going to watch. I'm not even going to watch. How's that? When the all the regular the, season games. The regular season. You're going to watch. They're not. When they get that final game, no, no. Unless John Morant's in it, then I'll watch. Okay. Can well, I say oh, that? Oh, you know what's going to happen? The Raptors are all of a sudden going to be in the contention for that wild card <sighs> spot, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, oh, you know, Raptors in the quarterfinals now. Anything can happen. I hope I chew my shoes first, because that's pure bullshit. You know that it is. It's just like it's. A, you know. You know what it tells me? It's gonna. This is where my my little opening, where I'm pulling on this sweater about money and contracts, is. I'm. I'm I started with. I think the contracts are too big, and I've been saying it for how long since I've known you. So there's gonna be someone pull out one brick and stump. Things are gonna start coming down. It just seems too top head. And we're talking about the Miggy contracts and the pullouts mm-hmm. contracts and these things that they give in the NBA and buying guys out and 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 tight caps and all this. I something's gotta shake. And I'm saying because when you had that load management and they were shit games, the advertisers are going, why are we paying for this? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but this is going to lessen load management, though, because guys are going to want to play because, again, money's on the line. It's going to get viewership up. Well, it's well, going to add more money well, to the well, pot. You better, you better hope that that's the way it's going to be because I, I'm, I'm going to be the guy that's going to be calling fraud the whole time. Now, if some of the greatest games are ever played in the history of basketball or during this tournament, I'm kind of irritated because then it makes you go and watch. That's the, that's the gamble that they I think taking. we're going to have a few, um, a few big moments come out of this. Oh, it's, it's uh, good. It's good. And I predict by the time we get to the semis and the finals, it's going to be must-see TV. Single elimination game. We're conned. That, is, We're going to be, be conned. Fun. We're going to get conned again by these schmucks. I think the only sports entity right now that is untouchable. How is it a con? This is just like, what, let's have some fun. It? Why? why? Well, then just play the games and go on. Because this is, this is the difference. This is the root of what's going on in the world today, okay? I have to admit I'm an old man. Mr. Milani here is a bright young man. So there's going to be that difference in the way that you want to be entertained. So you I mean, like it's this. Just it's, basket, it's all just basketball at the end of the day. 
It's an interesting that you brought up off camera. Are they going to put the little things on the side, like like a little flame, like when you played the video game and the guy got hot? They're going to show <laughs> flames on the screen during that to let it go because you're the oh, one the, that the says the Nickelodeon. Bro- Maybe like they could do it like the NFL does, like the Nickelodeon game. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we see more of that. No, but I think that's good for the kids. That's not for us. That's for the kids. Okay, Don't once forget. while. So, like, did you see the Live Tour? You ever watch the Live Tour on TV? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'm a golf fanatic. You know that. I watch golf. I I PVR golf, people. Okay, I'm that guy. All right. When I watch the live thing, I don't mind they're wearing shorts because I'm a shorts guy. It's the music that gets to you, though. Oh, and I, I love me. I'm a music guy. It's the only place I, like, I, you know what? I'm, I'm a music junkie. Everybody knows I play music 24 hours a day. One day I had my Bose speaker on my golf cart and I said, this doesn't work. No. No, this doesn't. Throws off your rhythm. This don't know. Yeah, if I want to, if I want to dance, I want to dance. And my golf game isn't the greatest to be the one that's out there having freaking Soundgarden ripping as I'm taking a freaking drive on the third hole. You know what I mean? So all that stuff is flowers. You know what it is? It's smoke and mirrors to me. And I'm, what I'm saying is, it's, well, isn't that sports in a nutshell? No, yes and no, <laughs> because what I'm, I, I agree with, like I can't imagine like what it was like in like, and it started when I was a kid. Thank God it got changed just when I really got into baseball. Like, just think about this. If it was like 1965. Okay. It's not past the All-Star break. People start not even watching because there's only one team from each division. Going, no, no, they had divisions. They didn't, no, they didn't have divisions until 1968, 67 when the Expos came in. So I believe it was. Uh, what, what year was the Miracle Mets? That was the first year of divisions. I was, it, I thought, was it? 69, I think. Okay, yeah, Miracle yeah. Mets was 69. Okay, in any event, think before that. Okay, the Colorado Rockies are out of it anyway, so they're not, they're nothing to do with it anyway. But look at all the teams that would be out of it right now: Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, if there's only two divisions in each league, yeah. Yeah, not only that, but before that, there wasn't even division. You just oh, had true. to win the pennant. That's hardcore, yeah. bro. That's as hardcore as it gets. Now, is there... I mean, it was less hardcore when there was only like eight teams in each league. But okay, agreed. Team. Hard to okay. Grow. And I, so I'm going to give you the growing, and I'm glad it is this way because there should be more teams. You play 100 and some games, you got to let some more teams in. But I've also heard that the baseball wants to go back to a 154 game schedule. So I think the NBA should go back to a 72 game schedule if they're going to have this crazy ass tournament. Give us less games, more quality. You can't have your cake and give it, eat it too, right? Well, people have been talking about that with the NBA. Yeah, so, so we'll bring it down because now they're going to say, oh, the stress of this tournament, he blew his Achilles, cost the season. And we're going to get that stuff too. So remember, with the good. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a max of seven games that you're playing in this tournament. Okay, so now it's for that, what do you call Over it? like a month. Okay, so now Milani's playing Cruz for the Paper Cup NBA Midseason Championship. I got Shea on my team. Okay. He's going for this $150,000 bonus. He's already making 40 fucking million, so he's going to get the hundred extra $150 million. He goes up and does a Paul George in the Olympics, and I don't see the guy for two years. So we still win this little cup, but he's not around when it's going for the freaking Larry O'Brien trophy a couple months later because he got so crazy over some money during some stupid mid-season tournament that I lost him forever. But that could happen anytime in any game. Exactly. Okay. Now, I think, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I think the NHL should do a little something like this. Oh, you're killing me. Do killing it, me. Do it early in the season, though, like right at the beginning. Okay, I got. I get what you're getting at. I could do that if we're going to do it right in October. Do it in October. Like, Halloween, it's done. By Halloween, yeah, maybe like, like end it by like November 10th, the latest or something. 
I understand why the NHL would do it because I think it opened the door to it. But he, which is really weird because they call it a niche sport and it's more local, which I think baseball is. But I think the mm-hmm. quality of hockey games have been better than the quality of basketball games. Even though at the end of this year it got a little sketchy for me. Last year was better. Like the uh, 22-23 season mm-hmm. or the 20. 20- 122 season, I thought hockey, especially the playoffs, the quality was a little better than yeah, this Yeah, these year. playoffs were a little kooky. Yeah, but I mean, that's just a little bit of a down. Look at those three years previous to that. We had amazing playoffs and I expected to be better than the NBA again. So I understand where the hockey's trying to get the extra push, but um, I find hockey as a whole, but you disagree with me. You think it's the worst run league. Yeah. I mean, well, I think it's part of this is because we don't get the personalities out there enough. That's part of the reason. Well, and the commissioner isn't a hockey guy. Yeah. Uh, that's let's not even go there. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not about this midseason tournament stuff, guy. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. I'm gonna be honest about it. I'm not a fan of it. I think what do you need a gimmick to get me to watch a game? Are we playing are we, no, it's, playing little are footsies we, yeah, there? Yeah. Well um, <laughs> do you um they do this in Europe. This is a soccer yeah, it's thing. Soccer thing. You know what I mean? So what, we've got to acquiesce to the soccer? Well, I mean I don't think it hurts to take a page from that book of soccer, you know. It's obviously been successful for decades in Europe. Why can't it work here for other what sports? A, what a great divide we have here, eh? When age is added to anything. It's a great... Because I can't get it. And younger people tell me, even guys at work, some of the younger guys are telling me, hey, Cruzy, you know what? Did you hear? Is that not... And I'm looking going, what? But they're coming up to me talking about because I'm... I, I, talk I think about it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. I will get there at the time that I get there. And, uh, and I predict the Raptors will finish second in their group. They will make the wild card to the quarterfinals. That's my prediction. What do you think is the best all-star game, and what do you think is the worst one? Uh, there's one more NBA thing I want to get to oh, after okay. this, but uh, I will answer your question. Um, the best all-star game? The, the whole weekend or just the game itself? Just the game itself. Oh, boy. You know, football is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the NHL's just trash too. NBA's worse. They just fire up the ball. I think baseball still got, even though the. I'd rather watch the NBA All Star game though, because you, you're going to get the athleticism and the crazy ass stuff. Yeah. So what's and, the, and if it's a close game, the fourth quarter gets good. Okay, so what do you think the best event is out of all of these things? Like, it's oh, like, three point contest, NBA. Really? Yeah. Home, home run, run derby's up there. Oh yeah, that's but. something. But you know what? Some of the NHL skills competitions got to be considered, especially this year. Because we don't get the marquee look at some of these now, other sports. But the, the, did you see some of the skills competition in the NHL this year? That was fun shit. I like what they did for like kind of changing up because it was in Florida. But I'm on the minority. A lot of people didn't like that. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people I, didn't like that. And then me, the old get like, off my like lawn the, guy. And I thought I'm the going, golf thought stuff, the golf stuff, I thought that was fun. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least they presented something like that. that well, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of aspect. So you got your attention. I get it. Now, the... Um, what has happened in sports is like the NBA dunk contest used to be the yeah, but the stars don't want to go yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 they let it rock, so they they let it go. So in any event, I'll, I always say baseball first, but I, I do say the three point competition is right up there when you talk about that. That the home run derby and yeah. whatever. But I mean to get off track, we're going to talk about one more NBA thing. And my thing is this: Drake, are you listening to the show? Is, do you think Drake's listening? Guarantee it. Okay, so now that he's up in the morning and he's having his, because he's like a guy that gets up around noon. He's not getting up at seven. He's got a nanny to watch his son or whatever the case may be. Drake, call up Damien and say, come to Toronto for the weekend and tell Pascal he can't come over for that lunch. Okay? so You know what I'm getting at? You knew exactly where I wanted to go with this. (laughs) So uh, there's been a number of trade scenarios I've seen thrown up for Dame. So apparently... 
the Portland Miami talks have hit a standstill. Oh, I hit yeah. a hit a wall. Pat yeah. Riley's being a little bit of a hardcore. God bless Riley. You know, I'm not giving you the farm for the guy. Did you see what uh, Barkley said, where he thinks the Lillard won't be moved until the deadline? I'm not. I'm. I did not hear that. But I've, I'm a betting man. That's the smartest thing I've heard because then they're going to be the value will be more. He'll be worth way more then than he is and, now. Mm, unless yeah, a team like Toronto is fire. Okay, but agree. <laughs> he could break his leg. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I'm not saying that. And and but he had a great year. I'm just saying that. Um, Masai's a player in this. Isn't it great that when whenever NBA shit tree comes on, Masai's names come up. God bless him. Uh, exactly. That which is good for our sports city. So he's got a he's got a prog in there somewhere in the in the fire because Toronto is never left out of the conversation. Like mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, they're not talking about Oklahoma City getting Damon. Damien or New Orleans. Well, Oklahoma about getting, City is in the conversation. Actually, are they really? Yeah. Why? Because to give up those assets. Because they have so many first-round picks, yeah. And I heard and he would play some, with like, Shea. Cash they can throw. Yeah, exactly. He would play with Shea. I heard that too. Like, but I mean, that, I don't think they're a front runner, but I think they're in the conversation. Uh, vaguely, but I mean, like, I've only heard about five teams that really came up: Boston, Miami, the Clippers, uh, Raptors, New the Yorks. Knicks. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Those teams are the ones that have come up. But isn't it great I, that the Raptors' their name is even in on this? This is Daniel. Sure, I don't, I don't think it's going to work out with the, with the Raptors no, because. No. The Raptors, like, let's be real. I think Scotty Barnes needs to be thrown in that trade. For a what? For, I think that's the only reason. That's the only way Portland says yes. Okay, let's let's do a little role play. I'm Portland. You're the Raptors. Where are you offering me? I'm af- offering you Pascal. No, I don't want Pascal. <laughs> okay, deal's I, I done. Want Over, done, done. So there, there you go. Hank, click, click, click. Click the deals quick. Because you know what you're going to do. Then you're going to bring up an Obi. Okay, you're gonna yeah. go right. You're gonna go to Barnes and Anobi, and I'm gonna say, wait a second here. They're there, you know what? And I hope that Barnes, because I don't. I heard about this dressing room bullshit, and Fred said, yeah, there was, because Fred's Fred's an honest guy. Sure, he didn't throw anybody under the bus. No, he's a class that, guy. Yeah, he's, he's a class guy, guy. But he did. Yeah. He did. He answer the questions. Yes, at moments we did have some indiscretions in the dressing room, which is a polite way of saying that. I thought it was great. Like if it had been like a Gilbert Arenas or Kyle uh, Kyrie Irving or something, they would have said who slept with who in the hotel room yeah. in freaking Vegas. That kind of bullshit. You right. know what I mean? So I, I'm saying that. So, but I think that Anobi and Barnes play good together. When you see them on the sure. court, they they have a chemistry, right? Yeah. So I don't want to give them up. So no, and, and so Siakam or Trent them. is the center piece doesn't get it done we got we got trent from portland remember yeah they're not going to take him back they're not t- that's why they got rid of him so who else they might take they- him back as part of a package but Agreed. not as the centerpiece so we got to give up at least three first it's going to be three first to get in the conversation and we can give up the next three first with this young core we got in dame that's yeah, how you got to play scotty barnes no we're not no. giving up scotty there barnes. you go we're end the conversation so uh-huh. no, the, no raptors are unless drake can pull off they're going to give him studio time <laughs> and freaking be a guest on his rap yeah record. but portland has to say yes to this too that's the thing oh, that's uh, true too. the celtics i think they would need to offer jalen brown but i don't really see that no. happening no uh the knicks and the heat are the only like really serious ones in this in my opinion because the the knicks can offer rj and he can offer hero. I think both those guys would be good shooting guards to play with uh, with Scoot Henderson, right? So agreed. Uh, but I've also heard this is that R.J. Barrett's stock has gone up a little bit because he seemed to be that wayward player. Mm-hmm. But the Knicks screw ups this year were not R.J. Barrett. As a matter of fact, he played some of his best basketball in the playoffs this year. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Okay, so uh, word around the campfire is like. Oh well, RJ's an enigma player. Like that's maybe the guy you can let him go. But now in New York, saying because look at remember RJ, he's only twenty two. 
Mm-hmm. People don't realize he's only been in the league, what, three years? He came in when he was 19. The guy's yeah. only 22. He's a big, lanky wingman with skills. He could do something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I, I hope I'd like the Raptors to take a run at him. Oh, if the Knicks if the Knicks lose out on uh, Lillard, they they're probably going to be coming knocking on like Siakam or someone like that. Oh, and 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 uh, word is that Siakam would go to New York, but I would give up Siakam for R.J. Barrett at the drop of a hat, not even questioning it. We made the deal. Role play. Hi, I'm I'm Masai, owner of the Knicks. What are you doing? You guys really don't need RJ anyway. <laughs> Didn't you say that he was had some flaws defensively? Didn't you say he's got to work on a shot? We got a guy with a shot. His name's Pascal. They say he's got a little bit of defense. Wouldn't that fit in? Take Spike Lee out for lunch. <laughs> Take Pascal with you. You know what I mean? Come on. I mean, and you know what I think? Pascal, you blew it for me. When you were a whiner and all of a sudden, I love Toronto. Go to hell. You know what I mean? Go to hell. He was always a Robin anyway. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I will give him this. Best basketball I've seen him play was when he played with Kawhi and, and, and Kyle and Fred when we won the championship. He knew his role and played big and made big shots. So he has the potential to mm-hmm. still be. Well, he was, for a hot second, he was a really good number one as well. Coming off that Kawhi season. Come on, he was an all-star. How many points per game did he have that year? 26, I think. There you go. Yeah, then what did he do? He cried like a Jewish princess on her wedding night. Wow, I don't even know what that means. That's good. It's an old school expression. We got to keep the old school here. <laughs> Maybe keep it in the past. Yes, okay. I'm just saying um, that. So you brought up Drake before. Did you hear about his message to the NHL? No. So he said uh, he de- or he's put out something on his social media saying, NHL, I DM'd you. You have 24 hours to respond. <laughs> Oh, really? Is that what they, that's just off the charts? <laughs> off the charts. That's a, you know what that is? That's a slag at the Leafs too, eh? I think it's a slag at the whole league. Oh, it is. But that, that number one is there. Do you ever see Drake at a Leaf game? Yes. Have you? Yeah, he's been at Leaf games. They lose every time he's there. Oh, that's right. That's what as they said. Don't show up anymore. And, and you know, he is a bit of a hockey fan. He's not like um like a, like a bit. A, yeah. Okay. Obviously, but I'm he, not gonna give him too much credit. No. Um. The thing, no. I guess, the big first big story for the NHL is uh, the Alex Galchenyuk news. He's been terminated from the Arizona Coyotes after a hit and run incident, and I believe it was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and he had uh, a bit of a run in there with the Popo. Okay, so let's let's tell you this. Okay, we keep tabs on the Habs. Once upon a time, when we got Galchenyuk, that big strapping flying around left winger who scored 30 goals center. Center. he was marked uh, advertised he's center he's a, and i was pissed when the habs drafted him because i wanted the leafs to take him i was freaking pissed uh, okay and he did give us 30 goals one year one year one one <laughs> notice we said that one year i'm going to tell you one thing that i believe and people are going to say this might be off the rails on a bit of that there is a very big russian um um what would you call it um dominance in montreal of course. Okay, we know that. The history, well, how it got there, I explained it to some people recently. They were shocked. I'm not, I'll give you a history lesson another day. When you're treated like that in Russia, and his father was also had some history of everything that's done in Russia. I'm reading a, a spy versus spy novel versus right now, and the Russians do everything with vodka. You know what I mean? They bless their children with vodka. They pour it on the cars. Sometimes they put it on their bicycles. But anyways, Galchenyuk was a bit of a party boy. And who's the guy he came in the league with who's not in the league anymore either? Who's drafted by Edmonton? Or he's floating. Oh, Yakubov. Yakubov. Yeah. Where is he at now? 
He's back in Russia. Okay, so there you go. See, where 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 Galchenyuk is going to be in the next ten minutes if they don't <laughs> draft him to go to the Ukraine. But anyway, he's got his Canadian passport. This guy's had passport. he's this guy is yeah Mary. This guy's had red flags. That's why Montreal let him go. Had the red flags there to start in Montreal. When you're doing stuff like this on the street, and Disney had some indiscretions with some girlfriends, like he's got a trail of stuff that should not mm-hmm. sports related. Because I don't want to know about the man's personal life. However, when you're on the street doing something as stupid as you did, this is basically your last pull, and he got a bit of money. For a this, bit. A bit. I mean, it's better to get paid more than us. I mean, considering where his career is. Yes, to get that shot, and now you're terminated. Uh, like, bang, when did he sign this contract? 60 days ago? No, not even. Not even. Like, two weeks ago. Not e- Maybe not even then. You're a fool, buddy. Bye. See you in the KHL. You know he's not going to play there. He's going to play in Italy. He's gonna play <laughs> no, I can see him going to the KHL. Oh, yeah, that's right. Someone will pick him. He's good. He's sitting down jump right, and he's only 30 years old, right? Is he 30? Yeah, he is turning 30 in February. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he's only at 29 years old. So, there's some oh, miles on him. He'll go He'll go to the KHL. But, I mean, that's ridiculous. I hope everybody out there, like young stars, young players, anybody in the world of sports, we uh, we can't dismiss when we have behavior that's, um, uh, what do you call it? Felonies? Mm-hmm. Non-law abiding? You know what I mean? We got to call these kids out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, calling out the stupidity, I won't go back. To, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. I heard something come up, and I don't think you're going to agree with it, but continue on. Um, Galchenyuk, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see him in the NHL again. No. He's done? He, he screwed up. He done screwed up. Uh, speaking of stupidity, uh, Tony D'Angelo got bought out <laughs> for the second oh, time in three oh. summers. What do you think his deal is? Just not. I think he's well, just not good enough. He's pretty good. I think the problem is like the attitude that comes with it is probably not worth it. Very large. Yeah, and Philly's a young team. They're rebuilding. They're probably like get this guy out of here. And ASAP. it's new. Briere come in. Briere come in. He's cleaning house since he's been there. Like I like what he's doing. Yes, he's cleaning. Like he's, doing. he's like cleaning house. And he he took a Russian on the gamble that'll get him in a couple three years. There you go. Got to give the guy credit there. Now, uh, I guess like the thing with D'Angelo is so he's the second player ever. Or sorry, the first player ever in NHL history to bought, be bought out straight up by by a team twice. So that means like it's like because there's been players that have been bought out twice, but there's always been like oh a team's retaining salary or with Injury. the caveat or was like one of those compliance buyouts yeah. that didn't count against the cap. This is the first time in history where this guy's been bought out by get a, out get, yeah <laughs> twice. Get and, and it's out. funny because like just before the draft, there was a trade in place to send him to Carolina. How did that fail? That's right. So the league... That was at the trade deadline, right? No, no, no. This is like pre-draft. Oh, pre-draft. This is like a week before the draft or whatever that week leading up to it. Um, And it was blocked by the league because it would have involved retained salary on a player that was traded back to a team he came from a year ago, even though with Philadelphia, it's a completely different GM involved I didn't get how the league can say this was like not. They were circumventing that. I heard that Briere was trying to circumvent the uh, the salary cap with a. Um, how can he circumvent the cap though? With like this is like he I just don't got know. there. I know. I it don't make understand. Any sense. I'm, I'm still. No, we should research it because I didn't get. That's it. why the NHL's the worst run league. Okay. Okay. But there was something. There was, there was an anomaly in it, and I didn't understand. To this day, sitting out here talking to you right now, I don't understand the anomaly at all. But I, I did hear it. it was something about retaining who retains the salary and what was the door back door. Did they put everything on the table? I don't know. Well, well you know it's what? It's stupid, Mr. too, because Philly signed him to that contract. It's not yeah. like Carolina signed him to that. Exactly. Back. Exactly. So I'm not sure what went on there. Something, there, was some, there was some dirty business. 
from what I understand, By or, or in, 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 inappropriate or whatever. I don't get it. You know what I mean? When these things come up, I never understand. I'm not a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, so some, sorry. Um, I hope that you're understanding this now. This is a significant part of the program because I'm going to hammer this home because I'm starting early because people don't realize, okay, they say that the hockey season is 365 days a year in Toronto. It really is. Probably that way in Montreal too, and that's sure. why we keep tabs on the Habs. So what I'm saying right now is I thought that it was interesting. It's looked at two ways. We got a new hook on a contract for four years for... 2.9. That's about five hundred thousand dollars a year, okay? If this kid who's what? No, two point nine per year. Two point nine. Yeah, oh yes. Okay, yeah, for three years. Yeah, four yeah, years. Four, four years. Four year, two point million a year. So here under like uh, twelve mil is being. Spent. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. That, so it'll be four years a mil. Okay. Here's what I'm saying now. In context of the moon, if the salary cap goes up next year, we can sign two more new hooks. If you want to look at that kind of. Well, one more. Well, 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 yeah. One and a half new One and a half new hooks anyway. My point is this. This guy's only 23 years old. He's a former first-round pick. This guy can skate, and he's big. So I'm just saying this. I'm hoping what we have to do is is the Kirby Doc Breakthrough Part 2. And the argument is this, is that we heard some people in Montreal saying, well, it's a good contract because as we are building. I'm not for this rebuilding shit. You know me. I want to make the playoffs now. I'm not waiting around. Well, did you hear what San Louis told New Hook? No. I mean, what do oh, you we're, we're bringing it here because you could afford to make some mistakes oh, here. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. that I don't want to hear that. Well, that doesn't I'm sound like a team that's ready to win. Stop it. Stop it. So I don't know. Oh, straight out of your coach's mouth. Okay, I think he was just deceiving the press. St. Louis, be careful Come what you on. say here. I'm going for playoffs now. I'm going to tell you this. I don't think the okay, team I'm, is. Okay, I'm going to look at this, okay? Just just listen because we're going to get to your guys in a minute and the mess that you guys are. But let's just say we start the season now. We're going to start things a little bit differently because we have a... First of all, we got our defense back there. Don't disrespect the guys we have back there on my theory on teams. And everyone's looking at Montreal going, them got eight guys coming to camp. We got some boys coming to camp. You know that can't be denied. Don't give me that head shake of bullshit. We got eight big boys coming to camp to skate. Our biggest liability is Savard, and he's going to lead them all. So I'll cut to the no, chase. No, your biggest uh, one is Matheson. He's oh, your no, biggest, we got to get uh, him out of town. Edmondson out well, of town. he's there for three years. Yeah, We're going to do something about him. You know, know what I mean? That. We're going to send him to Russia. He got a KHL contract. Okay, but anyways, I know what you're saying about that. My point is this. Now, suddenly Montreal comes out. They start the season. The first line is Cofield and um, Suzuki. Suzuki. And Doc, you are officially a winger, and that's a steep drop off after that. You haven't you haven't even heard me finish yet, okay? So <laughs> I'm looking at their uh, cap friendly uh, the page. Second, I see the, the guys. Second, the second line is going to be a guy who is at uh, the last 20 games of the season was hitting at a point a game. Pernard, Harvey Pernard, maybe. Okay, so our second line suddenly becomes Newick at center. We got Anderson on the wing. Oh, it was going to be hurt for half the year. Just listen. I haven't. I haven't dissed your your Leafs that bad yet. So that's our second line right there. So we got. Look at those two lines. We got Newark, Anderson, and Pinard. On the, that's our six guys all skating going. No, no, that's a good line. No, no. So wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Have fun in the bottom five. Wait a second. We're no, 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 no. Now look at look at the forwards. I haven't even talked about. I haven't talked about Monahan. I haven't talked about Gallagher. I haven't. Oh, talked Gallagher. About he's Dorvac. a bum. I'm just saying. He's past but, his best before date. Uh, but he's a good third liner now. He'll play his role as a third liner. Uh, another guy money. who can miss half the season. And we're not saying that he had one season. He had some injuries. So what? He's still there. More than one. I haven't even mentioned these guys in my top six yet. They'll be playing in my bottom six. 
So that could make things happen with those defensemen, and we got two goalies. So we start the season off, right? Why can't we steal some games? We were competitive last year. We had a little hit. Oh, we're a bottom oh, five oh, team. Oh, wait a second. We haven't even brought up Slavowski, who's Slavkovsky. a second. We haven't even brought him up, and, and, and he's going to be a good player. So we're not even talking about him in our top six. So we got Are you, all are you sure guys. you're going to do another 180 on him? Um, no, he's going to be fine. He, we, we sat him down because he went to learn some stuff. He tied his skates tighter. He's going to be – and all these boys are big. They're big players, too. Like, we're not a little team. We're not the little Montreal team anymore. Okay. Your, your first line's very little. Well, that's why I, I, people said someone put put him on with Pinard because that'd be what a flying line. I go, no, you can't put them out there because nobody protect him. And I'm not saying Doc's a, a, a tough guy, but he can. Ha- he, he's a big enough boy. He's big. That, he, yeah, and he, and he skates tough. You see him play, and he's not afraid to go in the corners. That's why we got to tell him he came up as a center. No, no, no. You're gonna we're gonna make you a winger now, a big strapping winger. His primary position is listed as center. Just throwing that out there. I know he's still considered a center. I'm going St. Louis. No, unless he blossoms into something crazy and he ends up on a line with like Anderson and uh, uh, Slavowski. To me, Doc could like. I think he's gonna end up as the second line center. Just then, a gut feeling. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So then we put Anderson up on our first line. You can't put Cofield and, and uh, Cofield and Suzuki out there without somebody of some size because they're just getting no. You need up. someone to do the dirty work. That's right, and those guys are shifty as hell. But look at look at last year when Cofield did that Soul Train dance move in front of the net. Guess what happened? Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Pancakes are pancakes. You know what I mean. And I don't want to see our guys turning into pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I want to get to this new hook deal though. So I like it. This reminds me a lot of the deal Alex Kerfoot inked with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very similar situations that they're coming into as well. Interesting. Interesting. But look at Kerfoot. It ended up being a viable player on your team. Leaf Got himself. Him. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. He, I'm sa- I, I couldn't wait for that contract to be over with Kerfoot. <laughs> That's where I'm going with this. But he got more money too. He, uh, he, he made the same amount of money in Arizona. But still, he continued Good on. for him. Make it there. I don't want him making that money in Toronto. Oh, so you're going to say that Newhook is going to be the quality of player that Kerfoot is? Yeah, he strikes me as a third liner. I've seen a lot of Colorado games. He was never a guy that stood out. Because there are too many guys ahead of him, I thought. But even when he came on the ice, it was like... I noticed eh. him. He had some eh. moves. He had some size. Maybe he eh. just didn't get the opportunity. There was too many guys in front of him in Colorado that he, he wasn't getting power play time. He yeah, wasn't they said that about Kerfoot, too. No, but Kerfoot, <laughs> I think Newhook's a better skater, for starters. I know. Kerfoot's a pretty good skater. I don't well, think that's, that's, that's why I'm, That's what I, I'm bringing it up, because Kerfoot was known as skater. This, I think this Newhook kid might even be a better skater with maybe a little bit more polish. We won't know. I think he's going to be a good like penalty killer for you guys. Oh, that's going to be part of it, yeah. too. There's no doubt about it, because he, he can he, he can do that. I'm just saying that I, I'm, I'm shouting out here because we're going to do a big thing when we start the hockey season, especially looking at Canadian teams. Screw America and ESPN and your TNT and all your bullshit. We're going to talk about our Canadian teams and to, to get there. And in order to do that, we have to keep tabs on the Habs. <laughs> sure. We just have to do that. Now, uh, I want to get to a few quick hits yes, for NHL. Please. So De- Alex Debrinket finally gets trade from Ottawa, goes to Detroit. Right for a package of a 2024 first rounder pick, uh, which I believe it's either going to be Detroit's or Boston's, depending on who finishes higher or lower. They get yeah. Ottawa's going to get the lower pick. Dominic Kubalik, prospect Donovan Sibrango, and a fourth round pick. I think that's a good trade for both teams, kinda. I mean, Ottawa. I think this is the best they were going to get. They were never oh, yeah. going to like. I think they gave up too much 
despite it not being a great draft last summer, they gave up what that first round pick. I think it was a first, a second, and a third they yep. gave up. Yep. Right? Um, Kubalik, he's good, if not streaky, on the second line. Sabrango, I, I think he's a little bit of a long shot prospect. But you get that first round pick back. Yeah, put oh, that, that back that, in your that's system. That's what I'm saying it's, it's it's probably good for both. I'm and like, see, Ottawa is considered to be in a position like Montreal. As a matter of fact, people think Montreal, Ottawa is ahead of Montreal. I would in, say in so the, in their in their development. So we're gonna have to wait and see on that. I think this is one of those deals that looks good for both teams now. But well, let's talk about it in 18 months. Like you know what I mean? Like when the dust settles. Even midway next say, year, I think we'll have well, a good idea. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, midway next year. Yeah, okay, but yeah, okay, that's about 18 months. We'll, we'll, well be six months, I'm saying. You think so? Midway of yeah. this season? Yeah. Oh, well. Because we'll know how Dabrinkit's doing. We'll know how Kubelik's fitting into Ottawa. I think those are, like, obviously the big pieces, oh, yeah, right? That, the major ones. Agreed. Um, Zadina lands on his feet, signing a one-year, $1.1 million deal with the Sharks. Is this another one because – is this another flat cap signing? So he's gambling on himself? Well, he got let go from Detroit. Like, that was a mutual termination of his contract, okay, right? So I think he's just going to San Jose because he's – Guaranteed the ice time there. There's a little bit of rumors that he was going to come to like the Leafs or like for Tampa. There's a few other competitive teams in there, but San Jose is probably the only team there that was like, "Hey, we can guarantee you a top six role on the team. Try and rebuild whatever it is." Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think he could do it because he's still not that old. No, and he's he's got the size. He does some like the little things, right? You know, the kind of the dump and chase kind of player. Yep. Yeah. But this was like a guy. He went sixth overall. Could have gone third that year. Yeah, it was considered a steal when Detroit got him at number six. Yes, just didn't work out his way, I guess. Uh, Keandre Miller signs a two-year extension with the Rangers, their top left-hand defenseman. I think that's a good sign. Yeah, and they got him at like under four mil a year, which yes. I think is great for them. And and how many years was that again? Two year. Okay, because another look. These this is the year of the. Let's go back in a couple years. We'll look back at this year and see who was crafty enough to. Uh, use this flat oh, year sure. to their advantage. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, then, then when, once he's up for uh, another contract, the cap's going to be way up for him, hopefully. That's what they're saying, yeah. Uh, Leo Carlson signs his entry-level contract in Anaheim, so I imagine he's going to be there for training camp. Probably he's going to break camp and make the team day one. Um, okay. Because, like, they're not that strong down the middle, so I can see it being uh, Carlson, Zegras, and Adam Henrique as their top three centers. That's not bad. Um... About it, I have for the NHL. Oh no no no! Oh, actually, no 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 no! What? We're gonna run away from NHL. We're not gonna talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. What's there to talk about? Why they can't sign anybody? Would you trade Nylander for Carlson? No. Thank God. You heard that rumor, didn't you? I've had heard that rumor. It doesn't yes, make it sense. Did. Not at all. So what do they say? Are they shopping Nylander? Why would you take Carlson over Nylander? Like, look at the age difference alone was what got me. But the problem is this, and we've been bringing this up. Nylander's agent is going into the room, 40-goal scorer Nylander into the room at 26 years old. But we looked it up last week. We're like, yes. the, the comparables, like, there's only, like, what, two other wingers making more than 10 mil? And, like, one of them was Huberto, who's, like, had a hundred, a couple hundred-point seasons. Which is he, which Nylander's never had a hundred-point exactly. season, I'm going to say that. So what he's going to get, what's he, what's he at now, six and a half? Uh, just a hair under seven. A hair under seven. Okay, so he's going to get a bump. No, oh, doubt. of course. Okay, I, I'd be a lot more comfortable if that number didn't begin with a nine or a ten, though. So, what are you going to give him? You give him more years? More years uh, at eight? No, more years is going to raise the cap hit. 
Oh, that's true too. So what do you do? You front end loaded, give him a signing bonus. I think it would be a mistake. I think you might have to trade him because how many times? No, no, no. Because how many times can you run the same core into the ground and expect different results? Isn't that the definition of insanity? No, because you did. Yes, it is. But you changed some things. You got some. Oh, you changed around the edges. They've been doing this since I've been a little kid. Cruise. I love this. Nothing's changed. I love this. (laughs) Trade one of the big four. And I say one more shot. I say one more shot. Okay, then figure it out for this year. But like, then I can have more fun. It's like I'm Stephen A. Smith with the Dallas Cowboys right now. Uh, That's how I it. look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'll have more fun next year. Train Nylander for a defenseman. But you, you can't train him for Carlson. Who, what defense, I didn't say I don't want what Carlson. What defenseman in this league? Uh, uh, you're not going to get Makar. No. Okay, so let's let's look around the league really quick. That guys would be available. Couple guys in Brett Carolina. Pesci. Interesting. Are they willing to give him up? He's on the last year of his contract. It certainly looks like the door's open for him. So what are you going to have to sign him for? He's still going to be a $6 million guy, aren't That's you? fine. It's not 10 Okay, interesting. What's his age, too? He's under 30? Yeah, he's like 20. Yeah, he's, he, not, he's not that old. No, no, exactly. Yeah. That's an interesting... There, that, That's him. It's, that rolled off your tongue pretty quickly. So, uh, Nylander, I was talking to him just on Monday night when I took the day off. I was discussing how much I like Nylander more than Sundin. Okay? Just, I'm that kind no of guy. No way. Was that? No way. Yes, I did. And I'm saying why? Because... Um, I'm sorry, well, I mean, hey, you're entitled to that opinion. I'm saying it's a, a crazy-ass opinion. Okay, so here's what it is. Jimmy the Greek, if you don't know who Jimmy the Greek is, please come to Shuey's Bar and Grill on a Monday night. He is the best bartender around. He works... He's been working at... Leaf games since he was pretty well a teenager and he's just a little younger than me. So he's down at Maple Leafs. He was there. He heard rumors about the kid shit. That's how long he go. He's been working at the bars. Kid shit. You know when that all that came up with the the uh, giving the hockey sticks and the diddling going on and uh, Ballard's upstairs and the guys are doing the um, all the bad the bad chapter in Maple Leaf life. He he was he he started way back then. In any event, I brought up the Nylander thing to him about what it is, and he said about coming in here, and I said the problem with Nylander you get him out of town is because when he comes into the thing and he's in his scope, most people think he's a rock star. And what do you do with that trail of girls that's following him when he's trying to get into the Scotiabank Arena? So is that going to affect his play in Toronto? Is that the word? He's got too many outside interests? I'm saying no. Sign the kid. Keep him here. I don't know what you're going to do. Not for 10 mil. Not for 10 mil. I don't know what you're going to do with that. I don't. I really don't. I think it's a scary situation to be in because unless they can't... Work the phones, Brad. Okay, so... You're new on the job. (laughs) Prove why you got hired. Okay, but isn't it interesting we haven't got an Austin Matthews signing and we haven't got a Nylander signing? It sounds like they want to do Nylander first. I think that's the problem. Are you going to give? Are you going to make Austin Matthews the highest played player in the NHL? I think that's going to happen. Uh, he's not going to sign. I agree. Now he will not sign for eight years. No, no, way. no it's going to be a five-year deal max. Okay, because which I think get... is probably the way to go if you're a player. Oh no! Like, do you, do you think McDavid's super stoked about signing eight years with Edmonton? Probably not. No, no. But when is his contract up? Two more years. He's got on it, right? Uh, I believe he's got three. Which will bring him to 30, right? Or 29? Yeah, he's got three years left in his contract. So the agents have been talking to these guys, obviously, because guess what? To take him to, yeah, 29 years old. Yeah, so guess what? They're going to still say that's prime hockey year so you can get an extra bag. Because it seems to be that way. Because that eight-year deal, as you get too long, not everybody's a Kopitar. Nope. You know, that was a great contract. How many contracts work out that well? We've talked about this before. And I love his new contract, too. It sets the table for Tavares to make seven, seven and a half on his next deal. There you go. That makes all you Leaf fans happy. You know what I'm saying? Well, anyways, I'm I'm, I'm very... Cap space is the most valuable thing. Don't ever forget it. I I, I, 100%. Um, 
I just wanted to, um, before we go. Uh, Actually, I just wanted to bring up one more thing about hockey. It's good. This NHL Hockey Canada investigation. Uh, we're expecting oh. the news here any day now, basically. What do you think? Are we I expect get, early August, so maybe do, a couple weeks. What but. do you think they're going to be saying? I think they're going to, well, the names, the names have to come out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. There's going to be seven or eight players whose contracts are going to be immediately terminated. Wow. Wow. You think it'll be that many? The car, oh, the contracts will be terminated. Yeah. They'll be, cause what other, what else are you going to do? Oh, no. There's a team. It's a PR nightmare if you keep them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm That's working. Thinking, I know it is, and I shouldn't be laughing at it. Matter that serious. I'm just doing the PR thing because. Uh, just, That's how these guys think. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. And, and you know what? This is this is no, no laughing matter. And that uh, I think they they did a little investigation about the 2003 team as well, which a lot of people forgot about. Oh yeah, you I know mean, a lot mean? of those guys are kind of like already yeah. right other other way. It's the next group, the 2018. Uh, yeah, that, yeah the, that's true. The 2003. Just looking at their uh, roster quickly, the only guy still in the league is Flurry. Oh yeah, we know. So we no no, that's all gone. But the 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 other roster, I think that shit's gonna hit the fan like we've never seen it before. Oh, you go down that list. There's some there's some names there. Oh, I'm not yeah. gonna name no, them. No up. no no no, because yeah. we we don't we, you don't we don't want to um we don't want to be uh what do you call it? degrading anybody that doesn't get. The, the what they shouldn't deserve. It's got to go before. Anyways, I just want to say this um, before we go. This is very interesting that we've been able to fill the time in with uh, somehow, somehow, <laughs> some way we have pulled off the time. But every once in a while, I have this little thing that I would like to bring up that everyone should come to understanding. And as you all know, we're doing this this show right now because we are sports fanatics. There is no doubt about it. But as we also brought up a couple of times, we were talking about um, and I'm, I'm, I really appreciate that the age difference between you and I, Andrew. That's, that's irrelevant in the conversation. I just think it brings up a little bit of the old school and the new school. Sure. But what I want to get you to understand is way back in the day, when I moved to Toronto 40 years ago, it was fortunate that I grew up in South Windsor. So I had Detroit TV all the time. So we were exposed to having a full sports page. We had the great Al Ackerman. We had Mitch Albon writing contracts. We had guys like Tony Corner who were coming on shows on weekends that we could see because that's we it was the only sports that we had now you're awful spoiled because there's 20 shows on a day there's 20 opinions going on during the day there's a lot of bs going on people sure. getting fired false takes and bringing it up but what i want to get at for me personally is the integrity of the game and talking about a competition and and not being afraid to have an opinion about it so people can broaden their pro, uh, understanding of what's going on which leads me to this I want to say, Sid, the other morning stated it even better than I'm going to do right now, but we've just understood in the last couple of weeks that Bob McCowan has had a couple of strokes. We're hoping that his health is oh, much wow. better because 40 years ago when I moved here to Toronto, it was the first time that we seen at 11.30 at night on global TV some guy named Bob McCowan had a half an hour sports show. I cannot, I get shivers sinking back about those days, how excited we were as young men. I was only like, what, 21, 22? And I had, before I went to bed every night, Bob McCowan was on TV talking about the world of sports. This was like wide world of sports every night of the week. This was unheard of. 
What Bob McCowan has morphed into, of course, has been the voice of Toronto radio and the voice of talk radio. Mm -hmm. He started it in 1992. I did know that when Sid brought it up, and everybody aspires to be him. He's like the um, Mad Dog Russo of of Canada, so to speak. And at times, I really believe that his takes on it were even better. One of his things is when he used to do the thing and he'd sit in the stadium and go, I got a lot of haters. I got enough room to bring them down. And his omnipresent um, sunglasses. I remember the younger gays, you'd yell out to him at ball games. You would see him back in the day, just walking up, always by himself, looking like he could be hanging out with Harry Callahan of some sort. But the main reason I'm bringing him up is this. Integrity is number one. Not being afraid to back up what you've got to say. And the famous time when when Cito Gaston thought that some people were racist in the media... Bob Cowan went right to Cito's office, I heard right away, because Cito, Bob McCowan was extremely critical of Cito at the time, right. and he wanted to know that Cito was doing some questionable things at the time, and I'm not saying that Cito used a race card, but when it came up and the prominent guys were there, I respected Bob McCowan going right to the source and saying, if you got something to say to me, come and say it to my face. So in any event, what I'm going to say is that for all sports things that we should do, if we aspire to do them as well as Bob McCowan, we will be better human beings. We will bring a better prospect to the games. And most importantly of all, we are wishing for a speedy and a healthy recovery. Bob McCowan, I hope you hear this because that's the gospel according to Cruz. Cheers to Bob McCowan. Cheers to Bob McCowan. In any event, like I said, anything else you want to bring up before we go? I think that's about it, Cruz, and then... I want to say that uh, I tried to gear down on my singing. We watched this show. Andrew has spoken more on this show than I think I've heard him spoke on a show in the last month. And we've did it on the deadest time of the year on the sports calendar. There we go. Um, one thing I did want to bring up is this. I'm going to bring it up one more time when we're thinking about people and their health. Um, Simone Biles, good luck next week, and I hope you inspire all the women in sports to get over health issues not that just we women have. oh and men too just get over the issues we're hoping to see you back to the competitive level we've seen before that's anything it. else i think that's about it mina i hope you have a baby boy you can call him Cruz. and on my that note we want to thank you for listening to the house that happens where we keep habs tabs on the habs my name is Cruz, and i'm andrew milani and always remember we keep the vibe alive <laughs>